0: Hi, everyone. Jeanette Marie here with Energy for the Soul and more. And this is Spiritually Speaking. Let's chat. And with me today is Guy Douglas, the most amazing, extraordinary human sound bath facilitator. Welcome, Guy. Welcome. Thank Thank you for
1: coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: What a gift to, to share you with the world, genuinely. Or for Hall, who's listening, that was a little boastful, but you understand my purpose and my meaning. So hopefully, <laughs> grace will be followed with that statement.
1: So I would sweet. love,
0: thank you. I would love for you to um, introduce yourself and what you do and what your projects are. And then, if you don't mind, let's get into it. Let's get into this spiritually speaking, let's chat
1: thing. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, my name's Guy Douglas, and I've been doing uh, sound healing work for over 15 years and uh, been a musician most of my life, but got turned on to these instruments uh, many years ago and been hooked ever since. (laughs) And I've just been uh, doing uh, breathwork events and large sound healing gatherings uh, in Los Angeles and up and down the coast of California for the last nine years or so, 10 years, I guess. Um, And yeah, just um, been out there just sharing the sounds because just feel like it's so needed right now in the world is having tools to kind of unplug from our minds and what better way than sound and music
0: absolutely and and what a gift i'll never forget the first time that i experienced you mm-hmm. and it was at i believe topanga earth day mm-hmm. it might have been topanga days i think it was earth day though
1: i think it was earth day yeah
0: yeah topanga earth day and it was you and your uh i believe apprenticeship what was his name danny danny, danny. Yeah, yeah danny what a cool danny cat and Goldberg. yep yeah, man. and he was there, and I, I you know, obviously, Topanga is my hometown, as you know, mm-hmm. and you've lived in Topanga as well, as yeah. well as Venice and Santa Monica. But my point is, is that like hearing the sounds of the bowls and the gongs, in, in the midst of all of the festival, and then mm-hmm. like walking towards it, and yeah. obviously, you know, I'm I'm familiar, but I'd never experienced, right? And yeah. I remember uh, $5, five minutes and you sat in this inversion table. You had like gongs around you. I was with Danny though. I seen you, I came walking up, I seen your eyes. I was just like, wow, now there's a soul. There's a light. I love this. But your line was way long. <laughs> I'm like, I'll go over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me make it quick I remember you me. sitting in it though. I do remember your reaction to it. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's just something when you're, you know, enveloped and basically what I shared with you at that festival was the gong chair where we put three of these symphonic gongs around your body and you're fully immersed in this auditory experience. And it's really your own personal experience with that, that sound. And, you know, when I first got turned on to the gong, actually, actually, when I first got turned on to any of this, I didn't even realize it was really spiritual kind of in that way. I just thought to myself, this is such an, like, the sound was so The gong itself it sounded like just the sound of creation and i couldn't believe the you know how it just kind of pulls all of this um kind of the cobwebs out of your head to allow you to really drop into like that almost like a forced meditation it brings you to that place of no thought almost immediately and it was amazing sharing it because i did it for um the year i met you i had been sharing the gong chair around the country that year for about I was going to like music festivals and gatherings and just sharing it with as many people as I could. And the the reaction from people was always like people were just blown away. they couldn't believe the sound and I didn't even know it was healing. And then I went to one gathering and it was my first encounter where someone actually had an experience where they were just like crying their eyes out in the, in the, uh, in the chair. And it was a guy in his like late fifties, I guess, early sixties or whatever. And he came over and his friend, said to me hey you know leave him in there for a while and you know of course i'm just sitting here playing this gong thinking this is such a cool sound you know yeah. <laughs> and before you know it this guy starts crying his eyes out in the chair and he's um, like like i mean hysterically to this day i haven't seen a grown man cry this hard and it was like and he came up out of it and i just said to him i'm like you know what happened and he looks at me with tears pouring down his face and he just says to me i hope i just only hope heaven can be as beautiful as that just was oh. and, and next thing you know like i got 20 people waiting in line and Next thing you know, I got tears rolling down my face. Everyone that's waiting in line, they're crying. We're all embracing each other. And then at that moment, I looked at my buddy who I dragged along with me at this festival to go gong people. And I looked at him and I go, we need to gong everybody. Like everybody needs to experience this because I really thought it was like the sound of, I'm not like a religious, but like, it's it's the sound of creation, like the sound of God itself or something, (laughs) you know? It's like, if you were to Google the sounds of Jupiter, Mm-hmm. the actual planet that's what you hear it's true right those yeah. those yeah it's really the connectedness. Celestial, like, as you call it yeah absolutely and um it just seemed like you know i at that moment i was like wow this is really something like healing that can be really healing for people and from that point on I would kind of like was on a mission and um, I used to have my friends who would have to like stop me at the festival from playing because I'd be like there's just like 15 more people we gotta get <laughs> so it was a whole thing um I was pretty like obsessed. I have a mission yeah, yeah. Was on a, I'm was like I'm like the Blues Brothers I'm on I'm a mission from God you know <laughs> it's like
0: yeah.
1: so, so anyway I just yeah it was it was really amazing and then coming out to California and meeting um You know getting involved with like breath work and stuff like that and incorporating that with the sound and then doing like events where people are coming in and just i had no idea really what was unfolding and then before you knew it it was like there was just something where spirit it was something to do with like this it it connects us into whatever that realm is you want to call it but it's something about a connectedness to source or something and i thought the sound is really that's what it is it's the sound of the source and it just seems so important to share, especially with how, you know, all of us are kind of walking our human walk through life these days, you know, and all of our attachments to different things in life. And it seemed like the gong just was a great way to kind of get people kind of back into that space of um, oneness. Sacred
0: hug. That yeah. sacred hug. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I can yeah. say that when I went the five minutes, you know, $5, five minutes session, as soon as the first hit i astrally traveled out of my body i think i shared with you this once yeah. years back mm-hmm. i astrally traveled out of my body and was yeah. immediately asc- uh, surrounded rather by ascended masters in the great abyss that is yeah and being yeah. in this incredibly sacred hug feeling really safe feeling really warm feeling very present mm-hmm. feeling absolutely there yeah and out of nowhere walks what i identify as mother asna now this beautiful enchanted being with long black hair and blue eyes which i think is why i was attracted to you initially those eyes that you have (laughs) you know you're my soul's brother like there's not we're not like that but but beautiful i can identify beauty and love and light and that is not something i'm afraid of you know so in there i speak too However, I'm you know, in this place and here she walks out, her hair is long and black, beautiful gown on, and I see her eyes. And the only other time I've ever seen that is when I was like young and I had my first visit and then I was able to do my work henceforth. Mm-hmm. However, the point is that I'm up there, that's happening. It's all present. It's all so beautiful. And out of nowhere comes this black serpentine thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was coming for me. And in that moment, I, I remember my consciousness went "Ah," and she grabbed it and she threw it out. And this hole opened up, it sucked (laughs) it out. And then she was like, went to hand me like this, I believe a crystal. And I went to touch it and boom, dropped back into my body. And I said, I don't know what the heck just happened. Oh, pardon me. Belching. You're welcome world. (laughs) Fresh raw juice in the morning um so good <laughs> so good Such a delight and I remember saying I, I I gotta learn I gotta find out and mm. I had gotten Danny's information and he was at New Cal at yeah. that point he's like no no you need to get together with Guy and then I'm like yes I do <laughs> 100% I need to know what what I can do to help others with something of that nature and most importantly in those moments myself yeah myself you know but mm-hmm. i knew that that had to be incorporated in like my energy treatments on some level and i didn't know what that was but for myself and i got to meet you up at malibu spirit ranch remember yep. Yep. the yep. love before. fest the first love fest up there love fest, and, yeah. yeah. Um, i remember coming down that mountain and you and i had already communicated and our eyes catching and me just seeing you and i i genuinely felt home
1: oh And I
0: sat there and I watched you and then we talked and whatever. Our history is our history.
1: It is. It's great.
0: So, you know, know, I'm in agreement and, and can speak to it as a testimony of what that work can do and transform.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, when you talk about like your personal experience with that, I mean, it's amazing, like sharing it and doing it for as long as I was doing it and just seeing people's reactions. It was amazing to hear. I think one of the things that really turned me on the most was like just hearing what people people's experiences were with the sound Um, and it's been amazing like some of the stories I've heard from people where the connection it brings to people where I mean even one of the most beautiful stories I heard from someone was a woman this yoga instructor that I know out here in uh, on the East Coast and I gave her a session one time and she started crying through through the gonging and um, at the very end I take these little tingsha bells and I ring them at the very end I do this little this little high-pitched couple times I do it at the very end of the session and She said, and after she came up out of the experience, she's like, yeah, I had this recollection of me sitting with my grandfather when I was a little girl. And my grandfather was transitioning at the time. And my parents came in and pulled me off of his lap and took me into the room because he was actually in the moment of transitioning. And she said she's always held that moment in her life. And this woman, you know, she's in her like, you know, 60s, you know, so she's like so long ago, but she's having this experience in the gong. And she says, every time you play the little bells at the end, he was kissing my forehead. She felt her grandfather kissing her forehead. And I mean, she's hysterical. And I'm, and I'm just sitting here in amazement of like, I cannot believe what these sounds do as far as just, you know, getting us. I mean, I when I first heard it, actually, I, my first reaction when I heard the gong was like, oh, that's the sound of like being back in the womb. It's like, yes. you're back in this kind of womb-like, it's like the sound of that, or it's like the, you know the moment you were created or anything it's yeah. like there's something so tangible tangible about it and like one of the things too is like you know I've always kind of been a little bit of a skeptic about a lot of stuff that I hear about I mean sometimes with spiritual spiritual um stuff I can kind of I wasn't didn't come from that place very much I mean I grew up on the east coast out here it's it's a little dense little dense energy out here as far as <laughs> spirituality goes but I definitely was yeah I just to me it was just like really connecting people to spirit, whatever that is. I mean, it was just unbelievable.
0: I, I love that. May I, may I interject a little bit? Yeah. Because we love that about you. You really do hold space in a way that is unlike most people. Like it's completely without judgment. Mm-hmm. Whatever that experience is for that individual, you really stand and deliver in that with them. I've watched you. I've watched you do it.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, being of service of others. Um, I was i don't know where i heard it from it's through my journey somewhere in the beginning but someone said something to me once and it really it really struck me um deeply was you know when you're doing the work of service and healing um or trying to share something like that is you you know there's such power that comes with it and do you have to like with like as they say with great power comes great responsibility but it's true it's that there's this thing where it's like you know if you make it about yourself like what am i looking like what am I getting paid for this session? What am I doing? Any of this stuff that's going on in the back end of your mind, I've found that no healing really happens. It ends up really kind of counterproducting the whole energetic flow of service, you know, because ser- serving people, serving your brothers and sisters um, without an agenda, really with the sole purpose of like waking up, awakening or something, it was like for me, that was the, that was the thing. It was like just the less I made it about myself, the more... Um, traction I actually had with being able to actually make a living doing this for myself and all of the things that all the gifts that came from giving it but it was really giving selflessly and not focused on
0: what you the, could get
1: the, the or ego how
0: it or can make you look yeah
1: yeah the ego experience of it so it's sort of you know that was and that came to me a long time ago in my in my early you know 20s when you know I did have I an experience when I was younger that just shifted my perspective about I found I had a moment in my life where I just realized like having compassion and empathy for and and accept acceptance, accepting everybody for where they are and where they're at and just being in that acceptance is just the place where um when you serve from that place, I feel like and you're just getting out it's just getting out of the way. The more I kept getting out of the way, the more people kept showing up. <laughs> and like That's you said, holy. it's holy. It's yeah.
0: holy. It really is holy. It's a divine calling. Yeah. It's not yeah. like you were like Oh, like, where I was like, Oh, I have to do this. You knew this is what you're meant to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was definitely a, the minute I heard the, the minute I sat down, I was at Alex Gray's uh, studio in New York city for a full moon gathering. Um, the artist there who does all that really amazing, uh, spiritual artwork and stuff. And he used to have these gatherings and it was my first encounter sitting with a gong. And the first time I hit it, it was like everything locked in. Um, I had been on a soul search for, you know, about five years prior to that, kind of like questioning, like, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, I think we all have that that reality of like, what are we, like, what is this life about? Like, what are we here to do? And like, for me, it was always kind of about wanting to, you know, just give back in some way or help, help the human experience evolve. Cause it just seemed like, and sound, music, music was always such as important. I mean, music helped me through it helps us all through, you know, um, it helps us through all kinds of, you know, whether we're going through breakups or anything at all, like the music we listen to the things that lift our spirits and coming across this particular music of the gongs and the bowls was like, this is like where all music came from. It's like the birth of all music came from these vibrational tones and frequencies. So it's like for me, it was like when yeah. I heard it, I, was, I, was, I said to myself, this is something where everybody's in. It's not like there's a difference, like you're not gonna not like the style of this, or like you could like different (laughs) styles of music, but like this is like the birth of all music. And what I found was like, it didn't matter who you were, where you came from. Um, You could be anywhere in the world. And if you experience the sound of the gong, we are all sort of connected into into that vortex of sound that I think everyone resonates with. So finding something that everyone resonated with on top of something that was kind of you know, ancient and old and hasn't really been brought to the forefront. Um, you know, back when we, when I started doing, it, it wasn't like there were tons of people really doing it. And I'm so happy to see more people doing it now. Um, but yeah, it was like, it just seemed like that's like the ticket to uh, get people really in alignment with their, you know, getting more connected to, a, to spirit. Source
0: energy. Source energy. Yeah, energy. Source energy. Exactly. And I, I honestly believe that it is the primal voice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Primal, primal you, know? you know, and pure and the purity of it also is something that always would come up to me. It's just like the bowls and the just the purity of the sound. There's just something, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're true, they're truly mystical instruments. They're really, you know, it's like who made these things, you know, I, like, I, they're really, they're really astral, astral traveling instruments. Um, well, and, said. yeah, beautiful stuff, you know.
0: So, tell it's, me a little bit about, um, walking in 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 the place that you knew this was your calling like you knew what was that moment I get that you had the moment in that yeah um, art studio but what was that feeling what 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 did you know because I heard you say earlier
1: I got us gong everybody I have to do this it was actually that moment
0: Oh, that was that that moment. moment,
1: Okay, It it was like, I mean, I was kind of on a journey of like, oh, let's share this really cool thing. And let's go out and like share this really like primal deep sound with everybody. But I had no idea that how healing it could be for people on some level or what kind of, you know, experience. What healing
0: has it offered you?
1: To be honest, I mean, I've just been, um, my entire journey doing this and has been Um, there's just, you know, as you know, it's like just a feeling of being really on purpose. Um, I think we, we really all, so many of us struggle through our lives trying to find real purpose and what we're supposed to do. And if you're happen to stumble across something that you feel that resonance of purpose, you know, we all tend to kind of move towards that. And that was the thing for me. It just, it just seemed like that, you know, I've always had, yeah, I've always had a lot of empathy and compassion for, um, the suffering of the planet and the suffering of people. I've always had like real deep, it's really hit a, I I know when I kind of like going from like the microcosm to the macrocosm, it's just I've always had this sort of feeling of something needs to be done. Um, Something's off. I used to think when I was younger, I used to think there's just something off, like something just doesn't, like we're not community, we're not really, like there was like something that I saw where it was like the connection didn't seem to be really happening in the the deepest places. And I found that once I was able to really get on to this, like, purpose, like being on purpose with this music and doing it and sharing it, it just opened me up to for the first time in my life, just feeling like this is the calling. And I, and honestly, I've spent time, like, looking into different things. And it's like, nothing seems more important than just sharing the sound of the gongs and the bowls. It's just, there's, it's just, I can't think of anything really more important in some way um i mean there's stuff there's things I, I dabble in i mean i i do charity stuff and things like that and work like that but it was just like for for my um yeah just being in the in the flow of of I calling. Mean, I love, yeah love music and it was just my calling and it just all fell together in that way so i was just f- so grateful um it's really been it's been a journey <laughs> it's been it's you know it's, it really it,
0: has because i've known you for a long time
1: yeah i've known you him- I've been so blessed to, you, well, you know. met me at the beginning of my first yeah. uh, coming to Los Angeles in that area and kind of, you were like one of the first people I met. So you were right at the very beginning of it. And um, so you have seen a lot of it unfold, but yeah, it's just,
0: it's kind of funny though, the way the universe will always bring the people who are supposed to be in your life together. Yeah. You don't, you don't even have to try to be on point. Like it's just right. going to do what it's going to do. Right. If you right. allow for the flow and the opening of your heart to present itself and and I can speak to this with us because we have a mutual friend eric mm-hmm. who you know used to say to me when we would gather in the backyard you got to meet Guy, you got to meet my friend, you got to meet my friend, he's amazing, he does all this sacred work, you've got to meet him, and I think it was like two years later that I actually met you on my own, and he and I kept trying to get it together, my schedule, the schedule, whatever, was never in accordance, and then here I come, you know, of course, in Topanga, and there you are, and and now here we are, right, like this sacred truth that you know, conversations over the years. Like we don't talk for a while, but we're on the phone for like two and three hours. Like,
1: oh, yeah.
0: gotta go yeah. now. <laughs> that's a it yeah. It's a,
1: it's a, it's the, it's a small, com- it's a community. I mean, we all. I mean, it's an energetic community. I think that yeah. um, you know, we do. We kind of serendipitously fall into. We pick up right where we left off, and that's usually the magic of you know Soul real relationships. Connection. You know, yeah. Full so,
0: connection, yeah. And yeah. I remember going to your first one at Moore. Mm -hmm. at more and it was a small i think there was what 15 20 of
1: us like how many were there maybe so yeah i think the first one we did yeah it was like 20 people 30 people somewhere around there yeah Yeah, and now you're like
0: 300
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it was um yeah the breathwork stuff was really amazing um to incorporate breathwork into the sound bath stuff it just seemed like they went hand in hand together really well um why do you you think that is um well you know i think just you know with the breath work how activating it can be in the body and um it really allows for emotional emotional things to start to kind of bubble up a little bit and um and i'd have everybody you know we'd breathe for like 20 minutes and then i'd guide them through the experience and just tell them to breathe for very like neutral stuff you know things that we all kind of feel and by the end of it um after the last like 18 minutes or so I count down from three to one and just have everyone in the room scream and release everything that doesn't serve them. And I hit the gong over the scream and you know, the gongs supposed to clear the energy or whatever is what my thinking was at the time. But just having people literally just have a place to come and process the average normal, you know, the walk of life that we all go through the trials and tribulations of pain and sadness or whatever's coming yeah. or you know all of it that we all kind of wrestle with to have a place where souls can come and just unload and let literally go. yeah literally. and just completely i gotta be removed.
0: honest with you I, when you told me that we were going to do that i was really frightened as a medium you know mm. i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna experience everybody's pain all at the same time <laughs> just harness ground you're safe i was literally like self-talking because i knew it was coming yeah but that's not what happened what happened was I actually felt lighter because now they're not carrying it.
1: Yeah. And there's a connection that happens when we all do that together. There's a primal connection to that pain that we all experience. that I think, um, part of, you know, it's like really being with each other fully, um, without kind of, you know, it, being with each other in that moment and to have that moment where we all collectively do that. It's like, you know, I'd have like, it was so great because I'd have like, you know, sometimes like 80, 90 people come in the room and nobody really knows anyone. Yeah. And then we lay down, we cover our eyes, we breathe for, you know, 20 minutes in this journey. And then we, I, you know, I take them through this whole thing with all this cl- like climactic music playing. And then um, we do this big primal scream and, you know, you'd have everybody come up out of the experience after they pull their the, the little mask off their eyes and they'd come up out of it. And you'd see everyone's eyes just like, lit up and blown yeah. away by and what was what, what I found in the experience was like, it was like, there was a moment of like, real connection between everybody. It was like all these people, you know, we all went through this journey together. And then there was like this communal kind of thing after where I passed the talking stick around and see what people would have to say, like, just, you know, say a couple things they want. And there were nights in there where like, I mean, honestly, that, you know, every single person would share and they would share so authentically from their heart. You know, you can you know some people like to grab the stick and kind of go go on their little, you know. But there the were little people. thrills. Yes, yeah, love you know, them. A, mm-hmm. Me too. Um, but there was just magic where you had, you know, everybody just authentically grounding into their experience, and it just to me those those nights in that space were just, um, I think, some of the best work that I've done as, as far as just seeing you know and of course we you know doing the larger events of the sound healings at the churches and stuff that stuff's amazing too um, I'm grateful for all of it but there was just something so special about that breath work um, and you know shout out to Michael Brian Baker of the breath center um,
0: absolutely you know
1: I mean you know that stuff was just it just it really changed my life the breath work um, so it's just yeah those two those two elements just seem so potent and they really seem to be effective in work and and I, it took me years to kind of yeah, formulate my little event to, to to where I had it felt like it really worked. Every night people came in. The, the the things I was doing, it just happened to fall in place. And it took time to get it there, but once it got there, it was just like really the momentum was really moving, and it was awesome. You know, yeah. I really I mean, miss. It still I, is. I miss it still the most. Is. Right yeah, yeah. It it's,
0: it's, Even though you've not been in person, it still is. But I want to go back just yeah. real quick. Sure. Because I remember. Um, Oh, gosh, I just forgot what I was gonna say. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. I I was gonna say, I have no idea. Keep going. Please. Don't worry. Please no, it's
1: fine. no worries. It's, no, it's like, you know, it's just one of those things with, um, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, I, I mean, yeah, lately, it's been, you know, as far as I know we're. I know I'm gonna get back into it soon, hopefully. But it's you know we've been doing this. I've been doing this online program stuff with the platform that we launched when once the pandemic hit, we decided to switch everything to an online, uh, high quality sound bath uh, platform um, for quality sound and all that. So we've been still able to share it on those levels, and it's been good to kind of you know allow people to kind of. We do these community live streams every week, so people lay down. We all lay down together and experience. Did you remember what you're gonna say? I did,
0: I did, thank you for your grace. I just remember having this conversation with you and you saying, I'm gonna get festivals to pay me to come. And having worked in festival work for 20, 25 years as a vendor, Mm -hmm. I was like, huh, I'm gonna see that happen. But I didn't know that it could happen. And you made that happen. And I remember, I think it was lightning in the bottle. Was it lightning in the bottle? Yeah was your first big big one
1: yeah we did uh me and danny uh danny goldberg who we mentioned earlier uh he got really turned on when i when he sat in my gong chair years ago we were at a festival and he i met him at this gathering and he he was blown away and he was like i'm buying some gongs and he was on a mission so i was like and we teamed up and he built his little gong chair and i built and i had mine and we went to lightning in a bottle and we ended up sharing these you know the gong chair experience at the festivals and of course the festivals are like you know Highly experimental audiences, you know, so yeah. so people are really getting nice. activated activated yeah. at those things, and uh, but we ended up uh, a couple years after we did it, we did it like two years at Lightning in a Bottle, and finally we decided like let's break up the gong chairs and let's build like a sanctuary. So what we did over the years, we built this gong sanctuary at the festivals where we get like you know all of our fellow brothers and sisters who have gongs, and we get together and we do like these you know. We get like Merge twelve or fifteen gongs around in a circle, and let hundreds of people lay down, and we've got all these like helpers that'll walk around with chimes, and it's just the most amazing. Aura
0: sprays. Yeah, all that statues. stuff. Santos. Yes. Yeah. As,
1: as much as 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 high as frequency we can get it, we would we would we would go for it. So it was always um and that yeah to finally have the festivals sort of kind of recognize us. I mean, our biggest problem was that you know that all the festival goers would come experience it but the people who ran the festivals wouldn't come and sit in the experience and have any idea. They just see guys with gongs and be like, yeah, far out, you know, whatever. And then I think eventually we got somebody from Lightning in a Bottle to finally come over and lay down and then that was it. They were like, oh, I get it, this is amazing. And now we're, you know, doing that every year at LIB and um, other gatherings, Bhakti Fest, things like that. So it's- it's, And you
0: brought that, you did that.
1: It was great, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's very, you know, I think one of the things that like just it's just a humbling experience to, you know, see the growth that's happened and the magic that's unfolded and I've just been, you know, just extremely humbled with gratitude. Really. I I really am obviously,
0: not obviously I just gave you full credit and you're like, No, but it's not just about me, Jeanette Marie. It's everybody in your welcome world.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 yeah, it's funny. You know, I, I um I don't know. I guess it's something about pride. I tend to feel a little bit like pride can feel a little dangerous sometimes. Um
0: sure.
1: you know But so I think I, it's also
0: healthy to acknowledge that, you know, you had an incarnate calling.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah. you stepped into that. And through your work, you were able to stabilize in that. And as yeah. you stabilized, you evolved and it grew. And you never stopped allowing for that permission to be for everyone else. But more and I don't want to say more importantly because that's kind of self centered, but most importantly, I will say it most importantly, you allowed you to. Because if somebody's not leading that, if somebody's not able to be in the space of receiving that message and activating it and Mm -hmm. actually following through and have the courage to stand in the knowing that holds space for everybody without intimidation or fear that they're going to take something from you. Because I've seen a lot of people come around and you know, help you and then try to go off and do their own thing. And we're not mad at anybody. And, you know, I've had that experience as well, but we're not mad at that. We just got to keep doing what we are called to do. And yeah. without question, you absolutely 100% constitutionally stand in that space. But I want to say, but you still did that. You still oh. allowed it. You did that.
1: I. Pre- that's so sweet. Thank you for saying that.
0: Tune in next week for part two.